Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to Feast Upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4.4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and man, has it been nice to be home. Uh, most of you have asked, and, and yes, it is. What a, what a blessing it was uh, this last Sunday here at Central to preach in an AC building, and yet how thankful I am to have been blessed with an opportunity to sweat it out with the brothers and sisters in Christ for an entire week down in Barbados as we we're down there teaching and preaching the good news. Uh, what a what an experience, and one that, Lord willing, I, I'll get to do again as I was able to start and to build some new relationships, to encourage, to teach, to learn, uh, and then for me myself to be encouraged, really all the things. Uh, really good trip uh, for those of you that um, have asked about that. So, you know, as I've been in reflection mode this week about that trip with people asking about it and whatnot, I, I couldn't help but to think, um, you know, really about all the planning and all the prep that went into it. Jody Broyles, who's one of the preachers here at Central, who has been down there to Barbados many times before we left, he gave me a, a list of all the things that I would need. And things I needed to, to check on before going. And it seemed like that list continued to grow as we were in prep mode. And, and one of the last things that he mentioned was adding international calling to my cell phone plan. So I, of course, did. And I added some funds to my plan for international calling and texting should that be needed. But really, from the time that first flight took off from Orlando to Miami, until the second to last flight from Barbados back to Miami, for the most part, my phone was in airplane mode the entire time. Now, for those of you not familiar with this feature on your phone, it's, a, it's really a shortcut setting on your phone to turn off cellular signal. And its primary purpose is that when you're on an airplane, you turn this setting on so your signal from your phone that's trying to uh, reach cellular signal does not interfere with any other signals or sensors or equipment on the airplane that's about to go thousands of feet into the sky. So it, it's kind of important. And on all fl four flights that I, I took and was on, they came over the intercom and, and they asked for you to power off your phone or switch to airplane mode. Again, pretty big deal for there not to be any interference there with the airplane. So this setting is useful for that reason. But this setting was also useful for me being in a different country because even though I added some international calling to my plan... I didn't want to be charged, you know, insane amounts of money for leaving my cell service on. So it stayed in airplane mode even while I had two feet on the ground. Now, the cool part about airplane mode is that you can still connect to Wi-Fi. And you can have airplane mode and Wi-Fi turned on at the same time. 
to ensure that any kind of calls or texts or browsing you do happens through Wi-Fi and not your cell service. So that's what I did when I was over there. I got to talk to Megan and the kids every time I made it back to the room and I was able to connect to Wi-Fi. So basically, my phone was only useful for me in Barbados when I was at our apartment and I was connected to Wi-Fi. Now, this got me thinking on the last morning after the whole island of roosters had woken me up at 5 o'clock in the morning again, which is crazy, by the way. There's roosters everywhere, but that's that's another podcast, I think. But anyways, I was outside on the porch and doing some reading and some review for the lesson I was preaching on prayer and fasting for this last Sunday, which was when I was due to be back home. And and I started thinking, man, you know, I've, I've been in this book, the Bible, an awful lot in the last few weeks leading up to this trip with, with prepping sermons and classes and Bible studies and, and a radio broadcast I did while I was down there. And now here I am, I'm, I'm back in the Bible, which is great, but is it only because I'm prepping to preach when I get home? And then it hit me like a tidal wave. Uh, Just like my phone has been in airplane mode and is blocking cell signal when I leave my apartment, I started to question whether or not I've had my Bible in airplane mode too. Now, you might think that's a little odd for me to say that because my job now is to constantly be in the Word and studying the Word, and and you're, you're right. So that's a little odd to think that way when I'm constantly reading my Bible, like that's that's part of my job now. But then I heard the voice of an old wise man who told me before I started this role in preaching and teaching and all the things I do, as he warned me that one of the dangers of a role like this is you need to spend some time uh, filling your own cup, like In this role, you spend so much time preparing to fill and do fill other people's cup that sometimes you forget to fill your own. And to me, I started to think about airplane mode. And so I started to reflect and think, man, do I only open God's word and read it when I have to teach or when I have to preach on something? Have I had this book, the Bible, in airplane mode? Am I only opening God's Word when I'm hooked into Wi-Fi? And more times than not, the the honest answer is, is yes. Like, just as much as I read and study for prep in order to fill others up, I need to do the very same thing for myself to be filled up. And maybe a better and more applicable question for all of us would be, Is your Bible in airplane mode? And have you found it to be that the only time that it opens is when it's connected to Wi-Fi and you show up to meet with the church on Sundays or maybe Wednesdays or how about this? Maybe not at all. You, You are or have been in permanent airplane mode and you aren't even connected to Wi-Fi. The the book, God's word doesn't even open. In the very last chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, John, as you know, most of you know, gets this peek into heaven and 
This is typically a, a book of the Bible. We leave the airplane mode on, and we care not to connect to Wi-Fi to access it. But there are two things in this last chapter of our Bibles that are really important in regards to what I want you to see today. And the first is Revelation 22 and verse 7. Without giving you all the context, uh, except to say this is the last chapter in your Bible, Jesus says this, Behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book. I mean, basically what is being said here is, Blessed is he who never puts any of the words of this book on airplane mode. Or only gives heed to the words of this book when the occasion occurs or when you're at church on Sunday or you just so happen to find a minute to hook into Wi-Fi. No, it's blessed is he that is willing to take that airplane mode setting and turn it off to receive these things all the time as a divine communication from the creator himself. Blessed is he that decides to not just open this book and read from it, and listens to that divine communication from God, but that makes use of his words to comfort himself in, in your everyday life of, of darkness and persecution and trials and, and all the hard things that we go through. Heed the words of this book. Don't be in airplane mode. You see, we, we, can't, we can't heed the words of this book if, if you aren't actively reading it and your signal is not on to constantly be seeking the words of these pages and eating from these words. But that's not all. John says, after he heard these words, he fell down at the feet of an angel to worship him. And, and the angel says, dude, don't do that. I, I'm a fellow servant of yours. Uh, you know, you, you got to get up. Don't bow down to me. And then he says this, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. And man, that's that's even more of a shot to the gut, right? Or maybe just for me. But, but I doubt that to be the case. Like how many times, even in airplane mode, do we connect to Wi-Fi, we open the Bible, we hear something, we read something, we learn something, then we go out into the world and detach from Wi-Fi we stay in airplane mode, and we do the opposite of what this verse says. And we hide or we seal up the words of this book. You know, I guess this thing is twofold here today. So here's your 44. Number one, the only way to heed the words of this book that 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16 and 17 tells us is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. The only way to heed the words of this book is to take it out of airplane mode. Like If I'm going to heed the words of the Bible, then I have to make regular habit of opening my Bible and reading or hearing or even thinking on the words within it. And I think the same way, I mean, I'm a, I'm a parent of two middle school girls right now. And y'all that have been through that know it's not easy. And while I know I'm not always right and, and I'm not some superstar parent, I do hope that even when they're not at home and I'm not right there by their side, that they heed their parents' words 
about how to act and how to treat people and how to live. Like it's, it's not a turn it on and turn it off kind of thing, or at least I hope it's not. You see, if, if I'm going to heed the words, if, if I'm going to heed any words, not only should I constantly be listening or reading those words, but, but I should be thinking on and living out those words that I've heard or read in, in, in that instruction. Number two, the only way to not seal up the words of this book that, again, 2 Timothy chapter 3 tells us is inspired by God, is to understand that even when I'm not reading and learning or hearing, even when I don't have my Bible open, that the other part of this verse says, even when that's not happening, that still, even then, I shouldn't be in airplane mode. Why? Because not only is it inspired by God, but it is, get this, profitable for teaching. Teaching who? Well, me, you, the lost, the saved, any, all people. It is profitable for reproof and for correction, but I would say only if it hasn't been in airplane mode. Like, have you allowed yourself to heed those words? And then finally, it's also profitable for training and righteousness. Like, you want to live right? It goes on to read there, hey, you man of God, you want to be adequate? You want to be equipped for every good work? If you do, then this book cannot and should not be in airplane mode. Now, this is kind of a boring episode, right? I mean, Jed, like reading the Bible is boring. And yeah, it is sometimes because it takes work. And honestly, I would say this. It will always be viewed as boring for us when we pick it up and we open it up just like we do any old book. Y'all, this this isn't your ordinary book on the shelf. And in trying to convince his readers that what was written and recorded was from God, Peter said this in 2 Peter chapter 1. Y'all, we don't follow and we did not follow cleverly devised tales. The, The things that we wrote are not made up. He goes on to say, when when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we were eyewitnesses. We have the prophetic word made more sure to which you do well to pay attention and not leave your Bible in airplane mode. You, You do well to turn that setting off, to pay attention, he goes on to say, as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. But know this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from guess who? God. I mean, let me say this. I, we, have absolutely lost our ever-loving minds if I've put the creator of the universe, the creator of life, my life, the great I am, he who is high and holy, who sent his son, the author of my salvation, I've lost my mind if I put him on airplane mode. Instead, 
in my spiritual life, that setting in my life needs to be permanently off and searching for signal and knocking and seeking and finding and heeding all the things that he has to say to me and to us. As I close here, it's been a while since I offered it, and and I should do this more often, but if you're out there and you're listening and you've been stuck in airplane mode when it comes to God's Word and and you want to start now, I want to say I'd love to study with you. Maybe you have questions and and fire them away at me. I I don't have all the answers, but I can help. I can can help in, in opening His Word and helping you seek or find for yourself all the good and the great things that the Lord has to offer. If I can ever help, Shoot me an email, jedyancey at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook. I love you guys, especially my new friends and listeners in Barbados. And and at this time, while I normally close, I want to encourage you to share this podcast. Not for me, not for clicks, but for the one you are sharing it with. One One of the easiest and most convenient ways to share the good news is to share stuff like this. For faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Share it. Send it. Leave your review on the podcast, as it helps others who know nothing about this podcast find it as well. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you, and I'll talk to you next week.